Well, 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 it's another Monday, and we have an amazing interview here at Wake Up With KC, and again, I'm Kimberly, and I, I love music, and, you know, growing up with music, it, to me, it was like music was therapy, inspirational, motivational, and I have a good friend of mine that used music in a passionate way that's making not only a difference, but it's transformed his life and has is transforming other people's lives. And I look forward to having him join us today. Welcome, Kelly Williams, Prodigal Son, and Kel What's did it again. Up? What's up, Kel? Hey, I'm so What's glad. What's up, everybody watching? Yes. Um, I'm so glad that we reconnected and we reconnected through um, Facebook mm -hmm. and I just, you know, reached out one day and I'm like, Oh, how's Cal's doing? And it took me back to when I first did your music video right. called free when you were prodigal right. son. Right. And it actually was, I put it into a film festival, um, um, media festival back in 2011. That's when we did it. And not only did it get nominated, but it won an award. Really? Yes. I didn't know it won an award. Yes. Best producer. You best youth producer award. It was like back in 2011, and I sent you an email. Oh <laughs> like, man. Whoa. I hope I hope I wasn't. I hope I still use that same email. I got to go look for it. I don't know if you can find it and forward it to me. Like I didn't even know I had a music video won an award. Good job, though. You did a great job on it. You did a great job on it. Thank you. But since then, what has happened in in your life in, in regards to music, and how do you use it to help transform your life? Um. Well, you know, first of all, thanks for having me on your show, Kim. Um, music, you know, has always been like you know a part of my my life, and you know, I believe I'm just like music, you know, every single day. Um. Since we've met, you know, I've had a lot of experiences within the Christian industry. Since we've met, I've probably produced maybe three or four more albums after that. Um, two of them, which were nominated for Stellar Awards, which is in the gospel industry, equivalent to like a Grammy. Um, then I received two more um, in 2019 and 2020, uh, excuse me, 2018 and 2019 for Youth Project of the Year as a producer. Um, I moved back to, oh, nominated for a Grammy one time. 
during all that time. I didn't win, but the nomination was was was, was well, you know, deserved. And I uh, moved back to Canton, Ohio, my home city. I opened up a studio and just start working with not only Christian artists, but artists of all genres, because I believe that everyone has a story to tell. And not everyone wants to talk about or even hear about, you know, God or Jesus or any religion or aspect, but they want to still tell you their story so that you can understand that God is with them, babe. They're going, but they're going to explain their story to you in a way that you may not can relate to, but you can relate to it because you can't act like you've never been there before. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, I just, I just use music right now, just an inspiration and the hope and just tell people like right where I'm from, if I was able to do it and I lived here, then you can do the same thing and I'm gonna help you as much as I can. So that's what I'm doing now. As Kells did it again, again and again and again and again and again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you, you were in Fort Lauderdale when I first met you. What Correct. inspired or inspired you to go back to Canton? Um, I, I'm a person that be, before I even, before uh, I might as well just lead into it. I started studying something called metaphysics before I knew what metaphysics was. I was actually living the life because I was like, I was always one. I think it, I would believe it and I would just do it. And even if I failed over and over and over again, no matter how expensive it was or how much it wore on my body, I would just do it until it became what it was because I seen it. And so if I see it, I believe it. And I'm going to create it some kind of way because, you know, there's a guy I listen to named Bob Proctor. He says, if you can see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. So I was working with um, the I had this idea to do these um, just like these carnivals in certain cities in my area. And because there was a lot of gang violence and people just dying like back to back, to back, to back. And this was only like five years ago. And my brother's on death row for, you know, murder. And I was like, what can I do, you know, to help, you know, the city? Like even if it's just one person, you know, and um, I got booked. Maybe like three days after that, this is no lie, by the uh, Cleveland Cavs, the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Kent Charge, their, their G League team. And um, I did a performance at halftime. So when I came out of the arena, this guy walked up to me with a police officer. And he was like, Kelly Williams. And I was like, scanning my brain. For the, I scanned my brain about a million times in two seconds. I was like, do I have a warrant? Did I do something I didn't know about? Like, what do you want me for? And he was, he was like, Kelly Williams. And by this time, it was like this close. I was like, yes. He was like, um, um, uh, uh, Walter Moss and I worked with the prosecutor's office. I was like, man, I ain't been here in like 20 years. I haven't done nothing. I don't know nobody. He was like, no, 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 that's not what we want to do. He said, you got, you know, you, we've been following you um, as an artist, you know, away from Canton, Ohio. Now you're here, we're going to have the opportunity to work with you. What can you do with us, you know, to help our city? And I presented the, uh, the idea of the carnivals. And I said, I want to call it Hip Hop Against Violence. And so it went seven years strong. COVID shut us down last year and the year before that. But this this summer, we are already planning for the first one, which is going to be in July, July 17th. So that's how I came to Kent. And then from there, I started working with, you know, guys in the prison industry. I mean, in the institutions, became a mentor. Um, in July, I'll be head of reentry for Stark County and still doing a studio music. So I'm just really putting myself in positions to, you know, help somebody out in any capacity that I was once in that I needed somebody to help me out. Wow. That, yeah. that is true. Like synchronicities, just lining right. up and right. just trusting, surrendering and trusting. And I'm right, right there with you with quantum physics and, and yeah, it, it, it's, it's mind boggling. 
it really is and and all the what has happened when you started working with in the in the streets and getting these you know it could be guys girls whatever what has happened what have you seen being transformed in their lives by getting them in and and sharing their story their message through music um hope inspiration um you know one of my prayers was about i would say about seven years ago when i started studying metaphysics I said, um, you know, God, I just want my life to just be an inspiration to people. Whether I meet a person the first time and never see them again, I want them to have something that they remember me by that I inspired them to do or, you know, not to do, whatever the case. And um, that's that's pretty much, you know, how I did it. I mean, I it's nothing that I was doing differently than I was doing in the Christian industry. I just came to a mindset and believed it. As I was reading the Bible and reading these metaphysical laws, I was like, this is kind of the same thing. So what if... I do a test. I'm not going to pray to Jesus for one year. And I'm going to just think and believe, and I'm going to see what happens. It's been about six years. I have not called Jesus' name at all. But am I a non-believer? No, I'm not a non-believer. I believe in the creator. I believe that there is a higher being that has created us. And I believe that we're just generations and generations of creations after creation. And after we leave, we, it's gonna, I think we're going to be somewhere else doing the exact same thing or something greater. Um, you know, so that's Metaphysics to me is, is is a great thing. You know, it just offers hope and inspiration for other people because if you can show them that there's a way when they don't see it, that's all somebody needs. And I believe that a person chasing a dream and a goal, even if nobody believes in it and it's expensive or whatever the case, whatever it is, your goal is your dream. Someone's always going to say that was wrong or you shouldn't be doing that or you're going to fail. But the one thing that you always have to remember is you only got to be right. Oh, we froze. Come on back. Time. Okay. Be, you can be you, you can be wrong. You can be wrong a million times, but you will never know if you're going to be right if you don't continue trying the next time. And I believe that if you have a dream and a goal, if you can make it to tomorrow enough times, you're going to reach it. And that's what I tell them. Well, wouldn't it be fair to say, and would you agree that a lot of the limited beliefs, the mental programmings comes from that religion aspect of you got to do, you know, where there's rules, there's, you know, limitations. You, right. It's almost projecting that you're limited, you are powerless, and, you know, there's someone higher than you, and that you're not the creator of your right. own destiny and whatnot. And when did you realize that? When the when I actually understood the scripture that says, um, speak things into existence that are not as if they were already so. When, when a person, whatever man think of himself to be, that's what he shall be. And when I really caught hold of that, I was like, wait a minute, it's all about the thought. And then there's another scripture that says, be ye renewed by the change by the by the changing of your spirit mind, which means your, your spirit mind is guiding you. So you have a subconscious which is which is operating based on what you think and believe. So that's, I was like, wait a minute, I'm gonna just try this out. And you know, I'm still doing it. You know, I taught my kids it and they use it against me sometimes. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> use it against you? <laughs> it's crazy. One time, one time we was, one time we was in a mall and my son and daughter was with me. We had no plans to do nothing. We were just walking around the mall. 
And um, I was like, my son likes shoes. I like shoes. So we went to the store and I was like, man, these is hot. You want these? He was like, dad, all week. I've been saying I wanted those shoes that I wasn't going to tell you. I just wanted to see if thinking it was actually going to work. And it worked. I had no idea. Yep. <laughs> True story, man. True story. True story. Wow. That's inspirational. <laughs> yeah. True story. I mean, when you and I reconnected again, I had told you, I said, I literally thought about you for two days straight. Two days straight. And had no idea how to get in contact with you. I forgot your last name, but I remember the girl, Kimberly. And I forgot your last name. And then you were in my, I made a post. And then you were in my inbox. It was like, yo, call me. And I was like, oh, my God. So that's another metaphysical example right there. There's another one. Wow. I know that it's, it's, it's crazy, but amazing at the same time. It's just wild, but it really works. You it know, does. It and does. you got to go with the feeling, your our intuition. And um, when did you start recognizing your intuition that it was actually working for you? Um, when I got, when I manifested a $10,000 contract that I was just thinking about that I said I was going to get. I had just thought about it and thought about it and thought about it. And it just kept happening. Like 10K here, another 10K here, 5K here. It was just kind of crazy how things were happening. But that wasn't like the main thing. The main thing, mine was more of the studio that I now sit in is something that I thought of years ago, like the glass booth and being downtown in the office space on the highest floor. Like I thought of all those things long ago before I even moved to Canton, Ohio. And now I'm actually doing it. So now I'm looking at another level of what I'm doing. And what I don't think what people understand with metaphysics is when you're creating and building, you can have abundance of this, right? This is your abundance of whatever it is. But you have to use this to get to your next manifestation. Whatever you see, you have to use those same tools to get to the next level. You have to. There's no way around it. And when you finally do, I mean, it'd be sometimes you will manifest something you're like, nope, that's not it. It's bigger than that. It's bigger than that. And then mm -hmm. you just keep doing it. And like, it happens before you even know it. It happens suddenly. Wow. Yep. And that's why I, would you agree that prayer, it, there's a misconception to prayer? Yes. What's your thoughts on that? Uh, to me, Prayer is a language of the feeling of the body, a frequency, a vibration that you're sending out. It's not so much the words, and it's not about asking, you know, asking to someone else. It's right. changing your vocabulary, changing the words, being grateful. Mm -hmm. Get that feeling from the thought of what it is you're seeking and desiring and adding that feeling of gratitude, excitement, joy, whatever that is, and put that into, you know, out there and then release, let go, and just believe that it's on its way. It's coming. Yeah. Right. And you can't wait for it either. You have to put into action <laughs> what it is that you're trying to get. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like you have to put in, like if you want to manifest millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars, you have to invest it in something somewhere and then mm -hmm. you got to keep working it, working it and working it. Um, you know, and, and that's another thing What the Bible says, um, without faith, it's impossible. It's impossible. You know, faith is some of the things hoped for evidence of things not seen. So you believe it before it happens. 
And I was like, this yeah. is metaphysics, so I'm gonna just go with this. Because there was a lot of deities that I was reading about that had the same exact story as Jesus Christ. And that mm -hmm. is another thing that was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. If all these DTs before have the same story, then what's the real story? Good and then point. when I found out that, you're right, and then when I found out that Queen Elizabeth had the very first slave ship, and the slave ship was called Jesus Christos, that's another thing I was like, wait a minute. And then we have the same deities in the in the in the um like Egyptian language, what Horus, Osiris, and um Horus, Osiris, and Osiris. So when you have Horus and Osiris, when you have those names, those are like Christ, um, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. It was no different. So I was like, wait a minute, why are all these all these deities have the same story? Is it for different people across a different land so they can relate to it? And I was just like, I don't want to be a part of that. Wow. No one can give me a fact of anything. No one can give me a fact of anything, but I can prove it for myself if I can do it myself. I will just work myself. Because I've never seen Jesus come to earth and help anybody out. Like coronavirus, why did it happen? If Christ could stop it, why didn't he stop it? Well, people was like, oh, well. Right. Oh, well, but the response is always, you know, it's it's God's plan and he's he's the, the most ridiculous things. He's purging the earth of all the bad. So all these people that have died because of this, you're telling me God is just wiping them off the face of the earth. And and if you're left behind, you're the good people. Come on, man. Or that's their sins is taking them out. No, man, I don't. That's not because if my sin would take me out. Then that mean I wouldn't live at all. Right. I did that. Then, yeah. Yeah. I just yep. like, but that's how I, I <laughs> that's how it became to be. Yeah. Crazy. It's crazy. It is. And just the, and it's a, a lot of like, when you talk about the Horus and whatnot, I know about um, Marduk and Thoth. Who is that? I, Isis, Horus and Osiris. Really? Uh-huh. I got a book for you to read about the emerald tablets from Thoth, who actually is from the Anunnaki. He was actually the son of Inki that went from Egypt and flew to the Far East in like the Sumerian Greece and whatnot. So I was like, well, how did they mm -hmm. get from one place to the other? They had flying ships. They so just you believe in spaceships? It. It's even in scripture and writing about the description. Mm -hmm. And right. I was like, well, that sounds like flying saucers, you know, being transported. And I, that's when I started really like digging. To, it's like digging a rabbit hole when you're, when you're asking a question and seeking, right. you know, truth to things. And it's all like connecting the dots for me. So I was just like blown away. Of so what I found. Have you yeah. ever had the experience? It, yeah. I've had, I, I have things on video that no one would believe unless they were with me. And the person that was with me when I videoed, they still didn't believe what was happening. So on video, I have two encounters of spaceship life visibly on my, on my, on my tablet, visible, visible, where it's undeniable. I took it to, 
there's a space center here in my city. And I took it to him just to like to verify it. You know, he was like, can I have this? I said, no. When he asked me, could he have it? That's when I knew it was legit. I've kept Ooh. it. It's on my iPad. I would never. I called some news company, newscast people. They were like, oh, you know, we don't believe that. You know, can you send us the video? I said, no, if I send you the video, then you it'll be yours. He said, oh, you're pretty smart. Well, can you put it online? I said, no, because then it's public property and I won't own it at all. But I have a piece of my history on this tablet that no one will ever have except me, unless they've seen it too. But sometimes I don't even believe other people see what you see. It's only for you. Yeah, I've I've had some similar experiences of um, seeing an unidentified object in the sky when I was in my teenage years living in Margate. Mm-hmm. Well, what I saw was only four years there's ago. There's no way anybody's going to believe me if I told them what I just right. saw. So I kept it to myself. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, just four years ago is my last encounter. I still have marks on my body from just certain things. I mean, you know, that's something to talk about offline, but, you know, because they might think I'm real crazy. But I have marks still. I have a mark here on my hand, right? Mm-hmm. It's a triangle. It's a triangle. It's raised up maybe a half of an inch. It, it has been on my, it has been on here since I had that encounter the third time. It has been here and it's been six years. It's a triangle. It's raised up half of an inch. It does not hurt. It does not itch. Nothing. But it is here. Let me see if I can put it in the camera. It's like a little blurry. Oh, man. Hold on. Where my hand at? Oh, yeah. You probably can't see, but no. it's right here. This is a perfect triangle. Never been. I was never born with it, but I just recognized it after, you know, that happened. Maybe a few weeks after. Wow. And you know, speaking of that, in the Q and A of form writings from the Sumerian um, texts and whatnot, what they've recorded, they record. They were the first to record not only writings but music so music was created from the beginning of our origins either and music played a key part in certain rituals incantations healings because of the frequency and the, the vibrations frequency. of each note right so i find that fascinating. and that's why like what you know like because have you ever listened to a gangster rap song on happy music? No. But you put gangster rap on deep bass, deep tones, heavy tones, and vibrations that's like, mm, and you start to feel that way. You put on that happy, higher tones, higher, then you start to feel that way, right? It's all about the frequency. Yes. So you would agree that music can affect us in our positive energy, negative energy, our moods, and could destroy, like it destroys your mindset. It destroys your, even your well-being. It could cause sickness. Wholeheartedly because <laughs> this, this this is crazy. In the Christian industry, um, we were always doing music that would make you feel less than of who you are. That was the beginning of the songs, right? And then the end of the songs were designed to make you feel better about fucking up. 
right? And God's going to be okay with that. Just don't do it again. But if you do, you're going to hell. And that's not where we want to go, right? Um, but that still never made sense to me. It never made sense. But yeah, I agree. It's, it's, it's a healer. Like So in music that I do today, it's, it's music of their own expression. I'm not trying to make you feel a certain way. I'm not trying to tell you what to do with your life because it's your life to live. And, and you know, there's nothing I can do to help you or save you. I can't send you to hell. I can't take you to heaven. I can't do anything. I'm just like you, as good as I am. I don't know what's going to happen when I'm, but am I afraid? Nope. Did I used to be afraid? Yes. And that was is I a always sick? Was I always sick as a Christian? Yes. Is my sicknesses worse now or better than before I was doing any of that music? It's a whole lot better. I don't even know the last time I caught a cold. Well, I got a cold now, I think. But in the overall essence. (laughs) (laughs) It was the spicy food, man. It was crazy. But, you know, so, you know, that's, that's, that's just my stance with that. You know, just taking a different role on just being, you know, just a better person for everybody, including myself. Yeah, and then it's like you're planting a seed of inspiration, and you're gonna and you gotta nurture it. It's just like with mm-hmm. your your goal, what your your vision is, and everything. You gotta nurture it. You believe right. that it's there. You saw the vision, but now you gotta get into the now. Like I surrender it, but now I get into the now. And I know there's three components to faith, which is desire, belief, and expect expectancy. And the feeling mm-hmm. of just right. knowing I already have it. It just hasn't manifested into the physical yet. Right. And there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. All you got to do is be right one time. Because yeah. even in the Bible, it says God got mad at the man who didn't try to flip his money. He was upset with him. Well, everybody who had talents, all the money, the one guy, what'd you do with your bag of money? Um, I went and flipped it and doubled it. What you do with your money? I went and I flipped it and tripled it. Oh, what you do with your money? I buried it. So I went and lose it. He said he was the worst one of the three. Well, my question is, was it really God or was it somebody else? I think it could have been their own conscience. Mm-hmm. Fear. I, I think. I think the ones who flipped it and made something of it are the ones who had no fear. They they just believe this is what I'm gonna do and this is what's gonna happen. No matter how many times I gotta do it, I got a thousand dollars. I got a thousand coins. Uh, oh, I lost five hundred trying to flip it. Oh, I'm down to my last thirty coins. I just flipped them. Now I got double what I started with. Right. And then the guy who buried it was like, I'm afraid. If I do this, I'm gonna lose it. I would rather have it now to make sure I'm okay for tomorrow and tomorrow's not even here yet. Wow. I'm just a firm believer that you, you'll have what you're going to need, but I don't think there's nothing wrong with going to get what you want too. Like you like faith is dead without works, right? That's the key. Mm-hmm. Faith is dead without works. So if you don't do anything with the faith that you have to acquire what it is you want, it is never going to happen ever, ever. A, a, a stockbroker invests money daily, loses money daily. But does he stop? No, because he believes if I this is going to happen. 
and it always happens. Well, not just a broker, Probably. but look at the, I, I read a good book, um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Poor teach the yeah, poor to I read be that poor. Too. Middle class teach the middle class to be middle class, and the rich teach the rich to be rich. Which category are you in? And I went, ooh. I think mm -hmm. based on my parents, you know, and, and living with them and, and, you know, my upbringing and whatnot, I think we were on poor, barely scratching the middle class. Mm -hmm. Broke all the time, living paycheck to paycheck. So I was actually being taught to live How their paycheck, paycheck. Exactly. And I'm like, nope, I don't want exactly. that. Did you just drop your phone right. camera? I did. I did. I did. See, my son just bombed my interview. See that? My son just bombed my interview. Now he says he's cool. My son's a builder. Power lifter. Excuse me. He corrected. He's a power lifter. So he's training his friends in the basement right now. They're all buff. Buff little boys. Oh, wow. But, you know, even with my son, meditation. Um, you know, when I first got him his first pair, set of weights, he said, I'm going to win an award. I'm going to be the number one in Ohio for my age group. Three years later, he did his first competition, one first place as the strongest in his age group in the state of Ohio. First competition. Congratulations. Yeah. So now he has a bigger goal, you know, so it works, man. It works. It does. We are the creators. We are the creator of our own destiny. And Oprah Winfrey said we are the masters of our destiny and the captain to our soul. She read a good book, Henry something. And I caught that. And I was like, we are. We are creators. Right. Every you create every day. Yeah. But not only every day. that. Yeah, every day. But here's the, <coughs> the fascinating You want to talk about um, epigenetics and neuroscience and quantum physics. There's also emotional energetic traumas that go past from generations to generations that keep coming through, keep coming through. And then you're also experiencing the same. It's like history repeating itself with that energy. And you don't understand why right. things happen. Well, stop and check and see about your ancestral patterns, cycles, what they went through, what the time period was. And you'll begin to recognize the, the you're repeating the same thing. From there. And it's now right. I'm about waking people up. And I know music right. is a key element to help heal and transmute that trauma. Right. Right. You should never want to be the same. Um, you know, my parents, I don't know if they struggled, but I know there was times where we didn't have things, but I didn't look at it like, oh, we poor, because I've seen some poor kids and you know, growing up, like, damn. House. What? what? I, I seen it with my own eyes. So I didn't think our, our household was any different than that. But, you know, me having a family now, well, my children, uh, before I was divorced, I made sure that my lifestyle at home was totally opposite of what, you know what I'm saying, I grew up at what as a child. Um, I would never want my, I didn't ever want my children to ask for something and then I tell them, no, I don't have it, right? Because when I was told that, it made me go out and sell drugs to get what I wanted, right? So even if I didn't have it at the time, by the time they needed it, I would have it, and they would never know if I had it or not. They just got it. See what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. that's teaching them to 
you know, never give up and, and do what you have to do, you know what I'm saying, to, you know, to make it. I don't want them to survive because surviving is, is, is worse than death. And I've never died before, so I can just imagine, you know, but surviving paycheck to paycheck or being out someplace and you can't, you know, you know, I need a dad, you know, can I have 20 bucks to go out with my girlfriend? I don't, I don't, I don't have it. You know, you don't want to hear that. You know, because then it just breaks them down individually. Like, I can't depend on that person right there. Yeah, <laughs> I had to tell my kids that, like, it's even changing the, you know, there is power in the words, you know, even with music. Right. But I learned mm -hmm. to say, you know what? I'd love to get you that, just not today. Mm hmm just being aware of what I'm saying. Right. I'm supposed to get that for you, but it's not going to be today, though. And it, yeah, I'll be it, like, I got you. Like, okay, I'm going to have it, just not right now. Right. And that's what the universe tells you. Like, I got you. But show me that you really want it, though. What you going to do to show me that you really want this? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. All right, let me see if you do it then. Let mm -hmm. me see. Wow, you really doing it. Let me see if you, how long you can go before you just quit. Oh, okay. That's too much. That's too much. Okay. Okay. I give up. I got you. Come on. Let's go get that. And I believe that's what the universe does to us too. Just pushes you to your full extent. So you I think when it's, when the universe is pushing you, it's showing you more of yourself of what you can tolerate and what you can recreate all over again. Like if you lose and you believe you can get, if you're doing something, you, business-wise and you and you manifested i need 500 for this and then you do it and you and you the 500 again you realize you have to create again to get that 500 back just to be like okay i gotta try it again you, you understand what i'm saying it's like you're you're using the same thing over and over again to get it because you just believe it and the energy and the words and, and the vibration all that takes you know into account and but if you don't believe it you're never going to get the feeling you're never going to have the vibration and you're never going to manifest because you never believed in it in the first place. You're not taking the risk. To manifest, yeah. you must take a risk. Yes. And if you even have the thought of, you know, growing up being like poor or not having it's surviving is also another mm -hmm. thing of lack and scarcity. Yeah. So if you're thinking that you're feeling it and you're replaying it over and over and over and that's your reality and that's what you're sending to the universe. So it's bringing it right back to you. What you give out, you're going to get right back. So it does. Right. So now I listen it to music that has the binaural beats, like the 528 megahertz and then, you know, the 888 mm -hmm. that, you know, all these frequency sounds with the music that I believe can change even the DNA, the epigen epigenetics in our body. Do you agree with that as well? Well, I've never come across that, but I can say that music, if you listen to a particular genre of it enough times or that feeling or that vibration stuff you listen to, the music you listen to, it's going to change you from the inside anyway. You're you're reprogramming yourself intentionally or unintentionally. But if you're doing it, then you're doing it intentionally to be like for a reason. But you may not even know why you're doing it. But you know, I listen to meditations and I things that I want. I watch that video over and over and over again because it, I believe it has to be here. So when I'm sitting in front of that thing or going for that thing, I'm looking for that same result. I'm looking for that same result. 
And and I say, if they can get it, then I can get it. So mm-hmm. I'm going to do it until I get it too. Because they got it first, so I'm, I'm one of two. That's literally how I look at it. If you did it, that means I can do it. And I'm going to try to do it. And it's changing the whole mindset. And then believing right. that you're worth it, that you deserve the best. But we've right. been taught the opposite. And I don't believe in that you got to work hard for money. No, I believe work smart. Look how many generations, even in the in the in the Christian religion or Catholic religion, you got to work hard. Got to work hard. That was way back then. This is the 21st century. Work smart. Learn a new skill on how to invest your money and get your money working for you instead of you being a slave to money. Right. That's just hogwash. You know, I used to um, think like people who gambled, like casinos, were like idiots. You know, like why would you go and spend your hard-earned money just to try to make some more money, right? Like you get a check next week, right? Until I met someone who actually gambled and was winning crazy amounts of money. So I said, why? He said, I believed it. And people told me that, you know what I'm saying, I shouldn't do it. So I'm the kind of person that wanted to try it. And it just, I learned how to play just like any other sport. And I'm good. And I've accumulated over a million dollars gambling. So wow. who's to tell him he's wrong? Who's to tell them that he's wrong? Nobody. Because right. he achieved. All he had to do was be right one time. He said he hit a jackpot. You know, it was like 20-something thousand dollars. Um, he went to another casino use about 3000 and he just kept doing it casino to casino. And that's how he just accumulated because he had enough to, to, to keep trying over and over and over again. And he accumulated over a million dollars in a year gambling. Like who, who is to tell him that he's wrong? Right. Nope. I wouldn't, I'd be like, how you do it? What's your secret? Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, and the secret is probably, he just, he just, he said, I just believed it. He said, I wanted to become, he said, when I hit my first jackpot, after a few months, I wanted to become a professional gambler because I, a professional coin, I mean, professional slot player, because he's seen many other people on YouTube doing it. And if they can do it, he felt he could do it too. And now he's one of them. Wow. And I watch him and I watch him too. That's crazy. That is. If you believe, uh, Dr. Dwayne Dwyer goes, if you believe it, you will see it. That's like you see it mm-hmm. in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he like, said I believe everything. And, and yeah. And he said, You can be a host to God or a hostage to your ego. It's your call. Your call. Yeah, because the ego won't let you do it. Nah, I ain't doing that. I'm cool. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I I just this is what it's like for me, Kim. If it comes to me. I have the I have the choice to choose that destiny. Right. Mm-hmm. I have the right to choose that. destiny. And now when I say, OK, I'm going to do that. That's what I'm going to do. I'm automatically put on that path. Through mental and my life changes instantly. To put me on that path to get the thing that I said I need, I'm going to have. But the problem that happens with most people is they're on that path, it gets too difficult, they jump off, get to another path. On that path, mm-hmm. it's too difficult, 
they jump, but then they come back to the path that they first left. Where do you always end up at? Exactly where you left off. People are like, man, I left the industry when I came back. I left right where I, I came back, right where I left off. Nothing changed. Nothing's going to change because you left right where you left off. So when you come back, right? So when you come back, everybody who was there is now here. They're up here or they're back here. But when you come back, you're going to be in the same spot. You have not done anything to move forward. Right. So you're going to come back right here. And now you oh, may be yeah. two years behind. Yeah. Yeah. I lost so. it for a second. Two years behind. Yeah, you could be, you might be two years behind or a few years behind, but you're going to come back to that same spot and everything's going to be the exact same. But the question is, how do I move forward from this spot? The same way you got there. Mental. I can do this. I got to hustle. Now you might have to hustle differently because you left the game two years ago and it's changed. So now you're a foreign object in this playing field. You know nobody. Nobody knows you. Or they do know you, but you're no longer an asset because you've been gone for two years. Everything's changed. Now you have a choice. Do what they're doing or continue doing what you're doing just their way. Or do it their way, but do it your way. Well, that's almost similar to the, you know, back in 2011 when I started my own film production company and helped you with your music video. Then I wind up going through a divorce. Then I became a single mom. And then I, it's not like I, I just had to put that dream on the back burner and focus on, you know, I had that mindset. I have to survive. I have to get a paycheck. I have to, you know, support my kids, you know, and mm -hmm. that's like a challenge. But mm -hmm. I always said, I'll get back to that. I will get back to that. It's just not going to be right now. I have to, you know feed my kids, take care of my kids. But it always was in the back of my mind. And I always would rehearse what it was going to be like when I did. And then when, and it just like things, synchronicities, quantum physics, there's things that mm -hmm. started showing up to me to get my attention. I'm like, I think it's time to go back to school, brush up on my skills, mm -hmm. get back into mm -hmm. the game. But I know mm -hmm. I knew things were changing and I, mm -hmm. and then and with technology and everything, but it is it if you pay attention and recognize those signs, those are like your guides, your intuition, your gut feeling trying to guide you to get back into you gotta get this is part of your purpose, you need to get back into it. And it's just the divine timing, everything lining up because when you there is some patience mm -hmm. and little things that you could do, but then you'll notice everything just easily flows when you're on, on that path, the the right, right people, the right opportunities, and just trusting in, in that intuition, gut feeling as you go along the journey. Most people think instant gratification like a McDonald's drive-thru. Millionaires and billionaires don't think that way. They're all into no. that they're in it for the long haul. Be in it for the long haul. Mm -hmm. Because that long haul might take you five years. But on that fifth year, when it happens, you're going to be like, oh, it was worth it. Oh, it was worth it. You know? It was worth it. It was worth it. It was worth it. It was worth it. Um, 
but you know, life changes every day and you just got to be able to change with it. If not, you know, you won't make it through period. And it's sad because some people are still stuck, stuck in the past, stuck in that programming, stuck in the limited beliefs and those traumas. And meanwhile, the whole world's changing. We're going to have to do things different. Are you going to be left behind? And that's a sad doggone shame. I don't want anybody to have to be left behind. I mean, the people are left behind every day. Mm-hmm. You know, Pretty they're much. left behind every day because, you know, they're not, not you could be, you could be linked with someone and their mentality changes and yours remains the same. And now you're not on, you're no longer on the same thought playing field. So now you either think that person thinks they're too good or you think you're less than them and you either, you don't mess with them no more. But that person who's manifesting and growing never dumps people off. Have you ever noticed that? They always keep the same people around. They just moving forward. It's always those who aren't accumulating the same things you are, but are watching you do it are the ones who always depart from you because they're either feel inferior to you, inadequate to you, or they're just jealous of you and don't want to be around because it's affecting them, their personal life. And with that, I'm like, well, I think the more you transform your life and become the best version of you, you're going to outgrow friendships because they're, they want to stay, they're comfortable where they're at and miserable and all that other stuff. But you're like, eh, eh. and um, what was it the saying of, you know, pick your five friends and their paycheck is about the same as you. Yep. That's why I don't have friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're really small. <laughs> And you know what? I prefer very small circle. Yeah, I'd rather have a small very and small you circle. have to be like minded. You know, I, uh-huh. I let go of a lot of, of friends because I'm like up here and they're still and the negativity and whatnot. I'm like, I can't stand to be around that. So I just, uh-huh. you know, politely just it, it, I hate to it's a word that they came up ghost them or I just don't even yeah. You know, keep it short, but keep my distance. And you got to because right. it's like, I'm going here. You want to stay over there? Then that's your choice. But I'm going here. It's much better over here. It is. And living is. my life on my terms. And I'm thankful that I have a, a partner that's very supportive. I never had that before. Mm-hmm. So that's nice because I, I – I manifested it. I said, I want someone that's like this, this, this. And, you know, and I wasn't even, when I came back from Texas, I wasn't even thinking about it. I was just trying to focus on getting my place, getting, you know, reestablished here in Florida, working. And um, he popped up and it was like electrifying. When he showed up, it was a spirit guide's took a taser gun to me and was lighting, like electrifying me. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? Why are you doing this to me? And every time I saw him walk by, it hit me. And I was like, okay, what's going on with this guy? You know, and come to find out it was, there's a reason why we're together. And I'm like, okay, I'm open to whatever. Cause there, it, there's gotta be a meaning. There's gotta be something going on. I'm going to learn something about myself with him. And he's mm-hmm. going to learn something about himself through me. 
and it's been you know a little bumpy because adjusting to being in a relationship and him being gone a lot but I get myself busy and then he's really enjoying supporting me and I won the 27th annual communicators award for podcasting distinction. Right. So right. That, he's so proud of me about that. He goes, you've worked hard. I've seen you. Now he's listening to my podcast when he can. <laughs> but you have that's, that that's, you that's the amazing part. It is. Go ahead. When you only have someone that supports you no matter what. Right. But you. But what, were, what were you about to say? Well, I I sort of got a glimpse of something. I read something that you started a new project back in like back yes. into uh, filming. So please share. Can you? Are you allowed to a little pro promotion yes, thing? I, with this? Yeah, I can say a little bit about it. Um, uh, the movie that I'm filming is called Whispers in the City, and it's based on a book. Uh, the author is Lakeisha Davis, and um, it's based on a um, it's a, it's a love affair through miscommunication. Let's put it that way. Ooh. It's a lot. So that's a love affair through miscommunication. So that means there was a lot of things happening that occurred that created this love affair that um, creates, uh, creates emotions, creates love, creates hope, creates inspiration. Um, but it's also urban. But it's no, but it's no different than any other movie that you probably ever seen. Um, right now, we have a few of the episodes on uh, Facebook and YouTube, which is called Whispers in This City. Um, so there's about three series up there now, short series. And what we're doing with it is putting it all together as a full movie. We're not going to put any more series online. It's going to be all just a full movie. So the next time anyone sees Whispers in the City, it's going to be the full movie. And we have a deal right now with Amazon Prime and IDB TV, which is like on a fire stick. So that's what we're doing now. And when it's time to show it, you know, everyone's going to know. And um, not only am I filming the movie and producing the movie, I'm also a character in the movie, too. Oh, I look forward to seeing this movie now, now that you're playing a character. Yes. 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 I got a character. I play myself. Play Kells did it again. Play Kells. But it's a real nice, it's a real nice movie. Um, you know, um, when we first started filming, like the script, it had a lot of, you know, uh, curse words in it. And um, I was like, you know, I think, you know, some curse words are okay, but I want this to be more real life than just kind of like make believe. So I want us to induce emotions where you can use other words where people can actually learn other something else than a cuss word. You ain't gotta say fuck, you can be like, oh dang, you know, and slam your hand on the ground, you know, because you're gonna have kids watching. And I'm just conscious of those type things. I know that all kids and adults hear some see somebody getting killed on TV or hear a cuss word in real life or you know, drugs or whatever case, but um, I just wanted to have some kind of cap where if we can if you if we're allowed to say a thousand cuss words, I want us to only do forty. So we're gonna cut out nine hundred and sixty cuss words that has nothing to do with anything. And the cuss words that we use are everyday cuss words like ass damn shit you know stuff like excuse me if anyone's watching you're offended but you already said no, 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 anyway, so I, I say that, that sometimes and there's i've had yeah. a, a few podcasts but i let everybody know i'm gonna be raw i'm gonna be passionate 
yeah. and you're going to hear some curse words. It's not in every sentence. It's when I get really right. passionate about the topic or the subject that I'm talking about. I just let it flow. That's the right. the authentic version of expressing how I feel about the, the, a certain topic. But right. no, I don't, I don't believe in, in, you know, back in the eighties, Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, and you know, what's his name? Carson. It was just, you know, the F bombs. It, it just gets a eh, kind of feeling after hearing it for so long. It's like boring. Right. Right. You know, and, but I'm very uh, proud of you. And then um, you. Project 330, um, you sent it out to. Um, yeah, so uh, there are two projects online that you guys can all stream now. The first project is 330. Uh, we should have been signed mixtape. And the first week, it did 27,000 streams in the first week. And um, now, you know, we're just trying to accumulate those streams. And the next mixtape we dropped was uh, called 330 um, March Madness. So it dropped, you know. Uh, just a couple weeks ago, actually. So it's a real nice mixtape, and the mixtape pretty much compromised of guys, you know, and women from our city, um, who's um, inner city. If I don't want to put labels on anybody, but they're, you know, they're from the inner city, and um, they just have stories to tell. And you know, it's great. It's a great project. Everybody works hard, and um, you know, anybody who listens to it will, you know, and, and understand it. Man, they'll they'll love the project. Oh wow! Hands down. I I am so excited for them because i know that gave them hope inspiration mm -hmm. that you know if i could just do it they took action right. and i know right. it's gonna do amazing things for them i just i'm so happy for them that they they went out and did it and i know that they could really benefit and you've done so many amazing things and I wish them the best of success. Like seeing so them win something or get even recognized, just the recognition alone. Right. Can the make recognition it is, is the goal. Yeah. The recognition is the goal. That's the goal because if you're recognized for something that you just believed in musically, let's talk about that. And you see your name or you see your project uh, that you were a part of. It's on the Grammys list, and you're like, holy, oh, my God, like, we got a chance. Like, I'm up there with Rick Ross, Kanye West, Jay-Z. You know, you're thinking in that aspect, you know, like, wow, that's, I could be there, too. And you don't, you don't see it unless someone shows it to you. But sometimes even when they show you, you don't see it because you never saw it in the first place. Right. And I know one group that my daughter introduced me to. They're called, I don't know if you've heard of them, BTS. BTS? They're, Where are they from? They have a song that's uh, called Dynamite. They're, I do believe they're from um, the Asia, Japan. They're, they have a fan base called ARMY. But their song, here's something that's fascinating about them that I noticed, is same song, Dynamite. Go check them out, right? But then look at their videos. They sing the same song, but the scenery in the music video is different every time when they perform. And they were up for one of the Grammys. 
and they didn't win. So they did and they, so they did had multiple videos for the same song. Two million viewers on their YouTube and whatnot channel, with uh, along with Weekend, and mm -hmm. they waited until the and they even performed um, Dynamite Live. It was on a, a helicopter pad thing, and they are so. To me, you got to watch it because you're intuitive as well. It was like I was seeing a group of Michael Jackson taking that level of creativity with music and art to a whole nother level. When mm -hmm. I saw them, I'm like, they're, they're just doing what Michael Jackson, but my, and taking it to a whole nother level. And you, you have and to be, um, and I was yeah. so like, you know what? They got nominated, but at the end they were so exhausted and tired and a little disappointed. Yeah. I mean, the when we went for the Stellars, um, not this year, but the year before last, you know, just to be, I'm like, this is our third nomination in a row, third year in a row, third year. And when my group didn't win, the, the feeling I had was like a distaste in my mouth because I said, we lost to a group who just started. And I know there's a lot of politics that goes on in the music and award shows and things of that sort. And it's depending on who they're connected to. So what I, one thing I want artists to know is even like Facebook, like you can't you can't put your career in a box based on Facebook likes or shares. It does not validate how great of a person or artist you are. Um, it doesn't matter how many video streams you have. It does not matter. Um, it doesn't matter. If you don't get that award or you never get nominated because there are some people who don't deserve that award or the nomination. There are things that are called uh, donations and these donations can make a lot of things happen for you that you may not have happened to you if you didn't give some kind of a donation. Donations don't always have to be monetary either. Donations could be a free album or two just to get a Grammy. So when you're done with that album, somebody else assign you and then you get a paycheck. Maybe. See what I'm saying? I don't know if you caught that. I'll sign you. Mm -hmm. I take all your royalties and everything, but I'll put you on the road and everything. Everybody think that you're like the greatest and you're so rich. But I'm going to take everything from you just to give this opportunity. I'm going to get you a Grammy. This is your donation to the industry. And if you keep going, next time, when this contract is over, it's called a 360 deal. When this contract is over, then maybe you can go independent or somebody else assign you for a real deal. But you got to play the game, too. If you don't play the game, gonna lose the sport i, I just gave y'all some real knowledge up here yeah so what encouraging words can you give to bts um the encouraging words i want to give to bts if you guys watch man uh never never quit the process always trust the process you know no matter what it looks like um never stop believing in yourself um and never let anybody tell you what you can and cannot do like you you do that to yourselves enough so, but never let anybody else tell you that you cannot do something. And always remember this. You only got to be right one time. I'm going to say this probably for the rest of my life. You only got to be right one time in order to prove everybody wrong. But never, never do anything to prove anyone wrong. Always do it for yourself. Never for anybody else. The reason for that is if you accomplish it and that person does not react to you visualize it to, you're going to feel like that accomplishment meant nothing. So my, my advice guys is trust the process, stay working hard, never give up, and call me for a feature. We'll get the grant. 
<laughs> Thank you so much. Because I know that they're, they, they'll be touched by this. They have a big fan oh. base called ARMY. And, ooh, you don't want to mess with them. But I love them because they're very supportive of, of BTS. And they're you just got to watch their video. Like, but you can see Dynamite um, different. And I'm like, wow, they're, like, creative. It's like a whole new, like, group, like Michael Jackson in, like, seven individuals that are it's just amazing they are truly amazing and gifted guys that i just like i when i when my daughter first like she, she told me she goes mom you got to watch them and i'm like okay and then she like was i i never i hardly ever ever hear my daughter curse this is my 30 year old katrina but she called me up cursing up a storm and i'm like what happened she goes BTS didn't get the Grammy. It's rigged. And um, going off on me about it. And I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> but then I had to go back and look. And I was like, well, I'm really, this is sad to, to know that, you know, it makes you question about the industry and how the industry's cha changing. And then there's really gifted, talented. They work hard. They does, you know, any artist does deserve something. And right. I'm, I, I honestly feel that it, it's time to change that industry. Well, for the better. Maybe it shall be. You know what? I just put it out there. I have a vision, and I'm gonna hold on to it. And you might be the person to change the whole game, or it could be I, me. I don't know. I, I want to do something. Do something. I'm telling you, it's going to be bigger than what. I've ever done, but I, I see it. I see it and 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 I'm and I'm and I'm gathering the tools to make sure that it's built correctly. Um I just when when it happens, the way I see it happening, people just gonna be like, How did you do that? And I'm gonna say, I don't know. It just happened. Because I believe it. We gotta talk more about that then. Let's and collaborate. I followed the path. I just followed the path. I just followed all the signs. That's all I did was follow the signs. Well, Kelly, I, I thank you so much for being you. here. I enjoyed reconnecting I with you every you. time. Mutual. And so I'll be in Florida next month. I know. You're huh? coming to Florida. I can't wait. I said, I enjoy. Yeah, I'll be in Florida next month. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to be talking to you real soon. So. Okay. Stay tuned, everybody. Yep. Tell your family and say hello, and uh, yeah, we'll talk definitely. And I'll see you next month. Okay. Well, everybody, look forward to more exciting guests that I have. That we I'm talking about anything and everything in order to help us wake up and find better ways to be the best version of ourselves and live our best lives now. So stay tuned, more guests coming. And I'm so excited to share them here on Wake Up With KC. And you have a wonderful day.